Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success when you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. You will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. Spear. Welcome, everyone, to the Daily Creep Podcast Show. And today I have a special guest. His name is Tyler Cerny. And, and Tyler is a highly sought after international sales and marketing consultant who has worked with the best in the personal development industry, including Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, Dean Graziosis, uh, Damon John, Kevin, Mr. Wonderful, Larry, Ty Lopez, Jordan, the Wolf of Wall Street, Belford, and Jay Abram, Robert Kioski, and Russell Brunson, and uh, many other names that I can't even pronounce. But Tyler has helped produce over 5 million in sales. I know him on a personal level. He's a personal friend of mine. I love the dude to death, and he is going to drop some firebombs, bringing a ton of energy. So if you guys are tuning into this podcast and you're driving and you're not able to give it a full attention, I ask you that you shut off everything that's going to distract you because he is going to bring some fire to you that's going to help change your life and change your business. So welcome, Tyler. Thank you for joining us on the Daily Creep Podcast Show. I'm excited about having you and hearing what you have to share with our audience. So welcome. Awesome. They are. I'm uh, very honored, blessed, and thankful to be here, man. Super excited for this. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So just like I do with all of our guests, the first thing I always like to ask them is, first off, give us a backstory about who Tyler is. What led you to get into the sales and to work with all these high-profile people to be able to do what you're doing today? And now you're running your own empire and doing your own business and, and really making an impact and changing a lot of lives. So give us the backstory of what led you into the place where you're at today. Yeah, absolutely, man. So uh, sports were my whole life. Up to 21, 22 years old, I played. I was a three-sport athlete uh, going into high school. I got a chance to play collegiate football, and I also played uh, basketball overseas in China. And so for me, I was always a competitor. I was always on team sports, football, baseball, basketball. I was always a team player. Um, competitive nature. And I've always wanted, I, I always love sports because whatever you put in is what you got out with. And this is the same exact mentality of why I wanted to become an entrepreneur, right? You know, you become an entrepreneur because you have that unlimited earning potential. You have the freedom and the ability to travel. And that was another thing that I wanted to do was travel. And I studied abroad in China, played overseas there. And uh, it was such an amazing experience. So I always wanted to travel. So I was always thinking outside the box, how can I uh, kind of fuel my competitive spirit? I figured out that was one of my strengths. Of I always loved if I put myself around uh, people that were better than me, I had this uh, ability to compete with them no matter what. And so uh, mix that, mixing that with the ability to travel. So I wanted to create something like a business entrepreneurship, which is huge. And I, you know, I, I saw one of those things online, how to travel the world, how to make money online. And I, I booked, I purchased that. And put it on a credit card, and I literally flew out to Thailand uh, literally the day after I graduated, so I could live abroad. And so uh, I was saying, "Hey, I'm going to burn the ships. I'm not going. I'm going to figure this out. I'm not coming back until I figure this out. Because if I don't make money, and I don't figure it out. I'm going to be stranded in Thailand, and I, that's not going to be a good thing to do." So that's kind of how I set it up and how I wanted to do it. But at first, man, I was just hungry. I had a tenacity to learn. I wanted to surround myself with individuals that were better than me, that were smarter than me, that had what it is that I wanted, which is a prospering, profitable business. And so 
But it wasn't easy at first because I picked up a bunch of jobs leading up prior to this before I kind of stepped into the entrepreneurship space. Um, you know, was work washing cars for $4 an hour, was doing all these little things. And like, I was just hungry. I was just, I just need the strategy. I'm willing to put in the work. I'm willing to do whatever it takes, but I need a strategy that's actually going to allow me to channel this energy and uh, my passions and my abilities to get me to the next level. And for me, I love connecting with people. I love talking to people. And I realized going to this networking event, this is what really shifted for me. I was going to a networking event and my buddies that I was going with they were like, Tyler, are you nervous? You know, we're going to be talking to a bunch of strangers, business professionals. We were in suits and ties and all this stuff. And I was like, dude, I'm excited. We get to connect with all these people. And I realized everyone around me was so nervous. And I was like, wow, this is something in me that is different from other people. So, which then led me into sales. And so sales, sales is whatever you put in, you get out. Um, I always wanted to, you know, propel myself forward, set me up for success. And all the mentors say, Hey, learn sales. If you want to become successful, because everyone is in sales. Uh, everyone that's listening to this call, whether you're actually physically in sales or you're not, you are in sales. And the biggest sale is yourself. You have to sell yourself on your vision. If you're in a situation that you don't like your current situation, you have to look at your vision and your ideal reality. And you have to sell yourself that, hey, I can achieve that regardless of my current situation. And I'm going to create this new reality and make it the reality that I'm going to live in. And so sales was, that's how I got into sales. Like I, I love sales, competitive nature, whatever you put in is what you get it out. And that's where I was. I had, I put, I did the um, activities. I put in the cold calls. I did everything I needed to, um, to become successful. But at first I wasn't getting the result. And my mentor told me that if you put in the results, we can teach you the strategy. But if you don't put in the results and you're not getting, or if, if you don't put in the activity and we're not getting the results, then I can't really help you. So for me, I always had the work ethic and I always telling myself, no one's going to work harder than me and no one's going to have a better attitude in the room. So that was my thing. Cause those are the two things that I could control internally, no matter what. And so, and then after you do something over and over and over again, you get, you hear the same objections and you, you do the same process, you start to become good at it. And, and I was just committed to it. So I was selling uh, insurance when I first started off. I realized how much I hated insurance because you're always looking at the negative side of things. Uh, it's like, oh, well, if you just bought a brand new car, you got to be careful and you need insurance because you may get in an accident. Like you're always thinking insurance is always hedging against the risk. And for me, you know, I'm like, dude, if you want that new car, go get it. Like, have fun, man. Enjoy your money. Enjoy your life. Like, so it was just out of alignment with me. And that's what I, another thing that I came to realize is that I needed to be passionate about what I wanted to sell. And then I looked at, well, you know what? I love personal development. I love live events. And, you know, I teach this now to clients. It's like, how can I get, a, what's my ideal reality? What's the ideal day in Tyler Cerny's life? So if I were to close my eyes, you know, what time would I wake up? You know, where would I be living? What would it taste like? What would it feel like? What would it smell like? And get crystal clear on all those factors and what I'd be doing throughout the day. Who would I be with? Getting clear on all those things. And at the time, I was actually in Bali selling. Uh, I was in high ticket sales, which is something I came across. Um, I kind of invested in some programs, which is just selling anything that's $2,500 or more on the online space. And I was like, you know what? It would be, I would love to travel. And this is what I wrote in my journal. I would love to travel the world for free and be able to sell for Tony Robbins. You know, all it was really only Tony Robbins. That's the guy I wanted to sell for. I was like, Tony Robbins, I loved, I went to one of his live events, changed my life. Tony Robbins was huge in my life in terms of influence, got me to walk on fire. You guys haven't gone to a UPW event, absolutely life-changing. But did all that. And I was like, you know what? 
I want to travel the world for free and I want to work with Tony Robbins. And so then what happens is in the high ticket space and sales, it's commission only. So if I could be making 200 calls a day and me making $0. So what happened was I was doing some high ticket deals. They were selling some online courses for high ticket for 5,000. And I think the other one at the time was about 12,000. And this new project came across my table. They, they said, hey, Tyler, can you help me sell this event? And I looked at the company and what they did was it was the largest personal development company in the world. And they would partner with all of these key influencers. So they would write Tony Robbins, the fat tech to come speak on the stage. And so I saw it and I was like, Dude, this, th- this is my opportunity. Like I, since I was so clear on my vision, my reticular activating system was so clear on this is a doorway, potential doorway to go speak with Tony, you know, go work with Tony Robbins and that. And so, but this was low ticket. It was like $197 ticket. And I got like, I think 25 or 40%. It was just like, it's like, this isn't going to pay my bills. And, but I, this was just a passion project. So what I did was I time blocked them. um, and, And at this point I moved back to California and it was from six o'clock to 9 p.m. I made these calls. It was later in the day because I was doing my own business. I was doing other coaching calls and sales calls. But I said, you know, this is a passion project. So I'm literally calling guys and women at on East Coast time. It was like 11 o'clock. And I, I remember some guy picked it up. It was like, 11, dude, it's like 11. He's like, is this legal? He's like, are you even allowed to call people at 11 o'clock? And like, I didn't even think of it because I didn't even have their location. I just had a number. I had a list. And I was just ripping through it. And he's like, he's like, I'm not interested, but I appreciate it. And what happened was there was about 10 guys that was doing this and they were all high ticket guys too. And I remember them calling me and they're like, dude, I don't like, this is so stupid. This is low ticket. We're making a hundred calls. No one's responding. No one even wants to go to this next event. All these things, because what happened was this event was supposed to be in Vegas. They moved the date. And they also, Tony Robbins was supposed to speak at that event, but since they moved the dates, Tony Robbins were going to make it. So all these people were actually pissed off that I'm calling them because they took time off work. They've already made plans to go to Vegas. They said, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go to Vegas and enjoy, have a little vacation. I'm just uh, going to lose my money on this ticket because they weren't re- reimbursing and all this stuff. And I didn't know that until I was calling them. And then the guy that the mentor, well, he, he became my mentor. He's like, whoever makes the first sale, I'm going to fly you out to the first event. And the rest is history, man. I, cause I, I told them, I was like, this is an opportunity to work with Tony Robbins. People were calling me, they were about to quit, but I had such a clear vision of what I wanted. So I just kept pushing through, made the first sale. They flew me out. I fell in love with the event business. It was amazing. Uh, and like I said, t- and I worked with all those guys that you mentioned, uh, because what happened is, you know, I would say, Hey, JR, I noticed you came to this event, but you didn't pull the trigger on the event that was, uh, pr- pr- the offer that was presented at the event. And uh, basically they would train me on the offer like a week in advance. So this is how I got really good at sales is that very short notice. They say, hey, this is the offer, go sell it. And these people that I'm talking to, they already heard the pitch. They've heard, they've already been presented to, but for whatever reason, didn't buy. So I literally had to, it was more of a coaching call. If anything, it's like, I need to understand how you make decisions because you see an opportunity and they've laid it out for you. You see, they've spent like 45, 60 minutes telling you this whole opportunity, but for whatever reason, you haven't moved forward. And so at the end of the day, whether it's when it's business to consumer, B2C sales, it always comes down to this. And if you guys are in sales, looking to start your own business, it's belief, confidence, conviction of whether they're going to actually you know, get an ROI or benefit from your offer. Because if I'm giving you a business opportunity, if I'm a coach and or I'm, I'm selling you a live event saying, hey, you're going to learn strategies to level up in your business, or I, I can coach you and you're going to get a return on your investment, or 
uh, buy this online course and you're going to make an ROI. It simply comes down to do they do they have enough confidence, not only in you, but also in themselves. And that's really what it is of like, hey, man, this is a proven process. If you do X, Y, and Z, whether I'm tall, black, short, yellow, black, you know, purple, you will get the result. However, if you don't put in the work and you're not willing to make a change internally, then I don't recommend this because a lot of these were business opportunities where it's like, hey, we'll teach you the business model. We'll give you coaching, but you need to put in the work. And if it's like, dude, this course is a thousand dollars. We're going to teach you how to close real estate. You can make a thousand dollars. You can make ten thousand dollars low end off a real estate deal right off the bat. So if you don't feel like you can close that first deal, then I have to come in as a sales professional to come in and say, hey, man, you can do this. Because at that time, a lot of these people, they don't have the belief in themselves. So you have to build them up, you know, reconstruct, you know, why do they have these issues? It's because of passing knowledge, you know, past knowledge or their current knowledge and past experiences. You know, maybe they've invested in a course, maybe they've gone to an event and it didn't work out. So now they're bringing that trauma into this call. And I have to identify where that's coming from and help them realize that, you know what, we can make a change today. And so I got really good at the coaching sales. And this is kind of how my vision developed is I wanted to be master B2C sales, B2B and B2E, business to business, business to enterprise. So I, you know, sold, sold you know, transformed over a thousand lives to the B2C, was the top producer within that organization. And then COVID hits, COVID hits, live event business is knocked out. I'm so well connected. People know me in the industry now. So people reach out to me, say, hey, can you close my offers online? I said, absolutely. So then I got connected with Ty Lopez and their team was selling um, their offers. Um, amazing opportunity. Uh, but then it got to a point where I was literally working seven days a week, literally Sunday through Sunday, the weekends, holidays, whatever, money doesn't sleep. And it's like, I was on the calls from 8am to 8pm. And then that's when something clicked for me. It's like, I love sales. I love connecting with people because, and, I, and it's always new because like, even though I'm selling, selling the same thing, I'm always connecting with a new person. So it always felt fresh to me. But it just got to a point where I was burnt out. I made a lot of money. Now I just want to go like vacation for a while. But during that time of introspection, I was like, wow, that's the one thing with sales. So if you guys are, you know, if you guys are hungry, like whoever's listening to this call is making less than $10,000 a month, sales is an amazing opportunity to get there. And that's what I teach people to do, how to make $10,000 a month in sales with a guaranteed sales opportunity. So anyone that is looking to go into sales that needs the right training and just was in a similar position of me, who's willing to put in the work, but doesn't have the right strategy, that's what I teach people to do. But if you're at a point now as a business owner, um, your number one responsibility is sales, you know, building strategies so you can make more sales so you can grow your impact and stuff like that is then, uh, you know, then it's a different level where it's like, it's not, you can't just be trading time for money. It now becomes, how can I eliminate myself from the business so then I can grow and scale the business? And so it's a totally different skill set because for me as a salesperson, while I love sales is I don't have to spend any money on ads. I don't have to think about, I can literally make a sale and I could go watch you know, Netflix later that night because I did my job because that's my that's all I have to do. Get on the call, close the deal. And if I'm the top performer and I'm you know putting in the work and I'm getting the results, then you know I'm satisfied. Like that's really fulfilling to me. But as a business owner, you have to like it's not just the sales. You now have to create the systems to for your salespeople. You have to then take on all the risk and then hence you get all the reward. As a salesperson, you get, you know. Let's say 10 to 30, 40%. If you're really good, 30 or 40%, but usually around 10, 25%, whatever of commission is because you're doing 10 to 25% of the work. So it makes sense. 
And so, but anyone that wants to kind of expand, it's not scalable and it's not fulfilling because God forbid, if something were to happen to you, you were to go to the hospital and you take time off, I will go, go on vacation. I'm not making any money. So then now I've had to create a business for myself, coaching business to then kind of eliminate myself from the process and kind of grow and scale from there. So it's all about creating offers. And now I'm kind of at a place where people will come to me and I build their sales systems for them, complete end to end lead generation, help them close the deals. And then help them place uh, qualified closes and centers. And so that's kind of the evolution of hungry competitor sports athlete to wanting to take that into business. So I got into sales, then became top the top producer, working with some of the greats in the personal development business, and then transitioning into becoming a full-time business owner and consultant for myself and you know working on you know creating a scalable business model that works without me. So um, that's really kind of the story. Yeah, that's a that's a mouthful, and that's a heck of a lot. And very impressive that I didn't even know half of the stuff, much less any of that stuff about you, which is uh, pretty pretty impressive. So with with someone listening to this and hearing kind of your journey of you know with the sales process and connecting with all these people, and someone's looking at possibly wanting to get in sales or they have this bad vision of what sales looks like. What is something that you think that someone can do today to start scaling their coaching or their their small business or big business or whatever it may be? What's working for you now? And what's some advice that you can recommend to the people to start implementing and taking their business to the next level? I mean, other than right. just hiring yeah. you to do it for them. No, no, it's a, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. What I tell people is I get people from all ranges. I get coaches who are literally just starting out and I get you know corporations that are have a, invested millions of dollars in a software and we need to sell it out and build a sales process for it. So it's complete spectrum here. If you're just starting out, the number one goal that you need to do is get a case to hit a testimonial. Because if someone comes to me and says, hey man, I have a social media marketing agency and I want to sell uh, you know, website development or, you know, full source social media management. So, okay, great. Well, who have you worked with? What are your case studies? What are your testimonials? Like, do you have a proof of concept in the startup world? It's called proof of concept. What's the minimum viable product and can you sell it? Because it's one thing if I say, hey, you know, everyone wants social media management. I'm just going to, you know, it's great. I've even talked to a few friends. But then what will happen is when you actually say, hey, man, this is what I do, you know, and this is my pricing. Then people are like, oh, well, you know, I just said it was good. I, I don't want that or I, I wouldn't pay for it. Well, you, you need an offer that people have actually paid you money because at that point, and then if you get them results, this is the next layer. And this is what a lot of people don't talk about because it takes a lot of work is get your case, you know, get someone to pay you money and then get the, get a case study. Because then that shows me that you have a legit business. You have, you can provide a result and you, people have what you want because that's what this marketplace is. Like if I, you know, go to Starbucks, I'm, I'm going to pay $5 for a cup of coffee, right? Now coffee to make is like a dollar. So their margins on there, maybe 60 to 80%. But why does someone pay for Starbucks? It's the market will determine its value. So now you have all these other coffee shops paying four to $5, but I can't just come into the marketplace and say, Hey, I'm going to make coffee and I'm going to charge you $30 for a cup of coffee. People are going to be like, dude, you're crazy. I can go to Starbucks over here and spend $5. So this is what a lot of people struggle with, because if you are making an offer just starting out or you're a coach and you want to scale, if you make an offer and I can go online and find a similar offer offer that has more case studies, which is providing me more certainty that's, that I'm going to get a result and I can get it at the same price or even cheaper, it does not make any sense for me to do business with you. None at all. And so a lot of people don't actually think that through and they just kind of feel like they're, um, what's the word, uh, entitled for people just to be like, hey, you know, I like, you know, because it's you, Tyler, I like you and I'm just going to pay you money. No, that's, that's what your mom could say because she loves you. 
but it doesn't mean the marketplace is going to deliver that. So I would look at your offer. What's the competitive advantage that you have? Why are people working with you? Because if other people are offering the same exact thing or even a better service with more certainty, specifically with coaching, like coaching, people are buying certainty. So another question I love to ask too is on a scale from one to 10, how certain are you able to deliver a result? And if you say six, you know, or or you just talk to me and you're like not being able to explain the offer or the coaching and not being able to give me projections of what I'm looking at, if I work with you, then that's going to have a lower certainty than someone that does. And so someone that has a coaching uh, offer that's trying to sell more is create an offer that is, has a unique advantage. And just starting out, that could be like, Hey man, I, you, you know, you, you could go out into a sales, you know, let's say you're hiring a coach. There's coaches out there charging three, five, $10,000. I'm just getting in this space and I really want to build a relationship with you and I'll work with you on a commission only basis. I want to grow your, your business. And I'm only want to work with you on a commission only model. Then it's like, okay, you know, now, now you have something there because then from there, I'm trying to get a case study and get the results. Because then at the end, that's what you're selling. And then the last piece I would say to that is really get clear on what you're selling. Because a lot of people don't are not clear on what they sell. You know, some people will be like, hey, you know, you know, are you if you go to the poor CEO, you're like, what are you selling? Cars? Um, no, he's not gonna say that. If you go to a website development agency, people are gonna be like, hey, I'm selling a website. No, what you're selling is the outcome, the truly the feeling that they will have once they receive your offer, once they receive your product. Because people buy Porsche, there's so many low luxury supercars out there, but people will buy a Porsche based on, and, and, and the prospect will determine this. And this is kind of what, what I go on and teach people. Like I say, why do you buy a Porsche? Some people will be like, Hey man, it's the fastest car right now. I want to buy it. Or some people will be like, you know what? I love the way uh, I feel when I pull up to the grocery store and everyone's like looking at me. And I love that, uh, that feeling of people like looking at me, like I'm a, uh, like I'm a celebrity, right? I'm selling the same exact thing, but depending on the prospect is going to determine the value that I'm giving. So you do that by understanding your prospect and saying, Hey man, you want to make $10,000. Why do you want to make $10,000? I want to travel the world. I want to be able to I have a couple of kids. I want to be able to work from home and spend time with my family. If someone tells me that and I say, hey, man, uh, you know, with this coaching program, you're going to make $30,000. You're going to be able to sell this business. You're going to have a million dollar exit and you know, you're going to be able to just dominate the marketplace. It's not going to resonate with them because they're like, dude, I really don't care about the money. I just want to have enough money so I can spend enough time with my kids, right? So then I'm I'm tailoring it to them. So really figuring out what your offer is providing, and that's going to be that end outcome. And social media coaching, it's like, hey man, I can take your business, I can give you a 10x return within a 90 day period. And those are the best offers in the marketplace because if you can give me a clear cut end to end transformation in a period of time, and if I pay you that amount of money and this is the result, I'm in, right? Because most people will say, hey man, I can give you 12 month coaching. Well, okay. And they're selling the thing. You never, or how I describe it is you never want to sell the airplane, you want to sell the destination. So, um, to you kind of conclude, make sure you get a case study, make sure it's a proof of concept. You actually can be able to deliver the results um, with confidence and you, you, you have a proof of concept. Then understand um, what are the other offers? If you can find another offer in the marketplace that's less expensive and has more certainty to deliver the result, why would anyone do business with you? So you need to find your competitive advantage of how you know, you're going to compare against those other offers in the marketplace. And then the last thing is get crystal clear on what per, uh, transformation you're selling. Um, and you know, I'll give you another example too. Is like I help people get on the TEDx stage. So my job is to come up with offers. 
as I implement sales process. So my biggest thing when I started off was what's the strategy to convert someone who doesn't know me into a, you know, basically accept their credit card over the phone. You know, I've had a seven minute close that collected $5,000 over the phone. They didn't know who I was. I did a $50,000 sale coaching program over the phone when, and they didn't know who I was either. And so for me, I just want to know the strategy. I don't care how much you're going to pay me. Just let me, let me practice. Let me learn the strategy. That's how I got into sales. And that's the same thing I did with sales processes. Okay. You have a new product. What's the strategy? What's the process that it takes to bring a new offer to market? And so now I've created that strategy. And now no matter what it is, these are the things that I'm looking at. And I ask them straight up questions. And if you if you're not able to ask those answer those questions hot, you know, very confidently, you will fail. And uh it, it, and it's like you're gonna spend a lot of money. It's like, dude, I, and I know this from personal experience. And so now my job is, you know, I'm creating all these sales processes for other companies. Because they have a proven offer, they have all this brand and whatever. But the true profit for me is the more offers I can come into the marketplace and test, I can get to uh, basically keep 100% of the profit. I just have to pay out my team. And then that's another skill set as a business owner that I'm, I'm now learning is how to, to bring on team members and how to build a culture and how to you know, have a team that sticks with me consistently. Because I'm, I'm just kind of like a maverick, uh, a standalone sales guy that can sell, build sales processes. But that's a whole other leadership ability and skill set to now attract a team underneath you and be able to manage them completely. And I'm not even really that passionate about managing people, to be honest with you. Um, but you know, some of these offers that I'm looking at now, it's like speaker, if a speaker gets on a TEDx stage, that was the initial offer. I'll get someone uh, on the TEDx, I'll get you on a TEDx stage guaranteed. Okay, that's pretty good. Then there's, I'll get you guaranteed on a TEDx stage within the uh, within six months and we'll get you a, a guaranteed a million views. Okay, that's still good. Again, I'm selling the product, I'm selling it. And then it clicked, it's like, um, receive your first paid speaking engagement within the first six months. Because now what'll happen is, how do I help them get their first paid speaking engagement within the six months? I get them on the TEDx stage by giving them six million. Like it doesn't matter how you provide the transformation. And this is something that I, you know, it, it took me a while to understand and really learn investing in a lot of coaches. You know, if you can tell me you can give me my first speaking engagement, paid speaking engagement in the, in the next six months. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if you do it through content marketing, social media, through getting me featured in Forbes, getting me on the TEDx stage. I don't care. I'm coming to you, Tyler, to get me that result. And if you have an offer that people want and it's sexy and it's appealing and you can streamline that fulfillment um, and then you have a sales process that's scalable, then you have a really successful business. And so those are all the things that are coming into place. And so uh, I kind of hit that from if you're just starting out to if you are a little bit more advanced, you can kind of take something away with that to go to the next level. That's beautiful, man. And and to kind of recap what you what you said, in case some people didn't miss it, there's four key things that that Tyler mentioned that uh, when it comes to your sales process and kind of getting started is one, first, get a case study and proof of concept. Second one is to get the results. Three is know what your offer is and having knowing that competitive advantage. And four, get clear on what you're selling and the outcome and the feeling and sell that destination. So that is some really cool key points that he definitely nailed there. And, and he, he he dropped a lot of a lot of bombs for all of you guys to go on there and listen to. And I know I, I gained a lot from it as well. And uh, so thank you, Tyler, for for dropping that. And you know, I, I know that you are the guy to go to for someone that wants to help to scale their their sales, their processes, and, and getting those leads on helping someone scale their business. If someone wanted to hire you and to kind of get started, where's the best way place that they can reach out to you, have that cons consultation with you and, and get started? LinkedIn. Go to my LinkedIn. 
Um, connect with me on LinkedIn, send me a message. That's the best way. Um, you can kind of check out who I've worked with in the past, some of the case studies. We, more and more case studies are getting added there every single day. Um, and you can learn a little bit more about my story, but LinkedIn is going to be the best resource for you. Um, and uh, you just reach, send out, l- let me know that you kind of listen to this podcast so I know where you came from. And uh, yeah, we can definitely connect and hop on a call and go from there. Awesome. Now, the last question I asked everyone that comes on as a guest is what is your daily creed? Meaning, what is the one thing that you're most committed to that you're going to be resilient to push through no matter what, giving your best, showing up every single day and having that emotional and physical discipline to complete your mission? Right. You know, for yeah, that's an amazing question. That's a very loaded question. And for me, as an analytical mind, I like to you know analyze it and dissect it in so many ways. Um, one of the things I'm looking at, and the first thing that comes to mind is I have a, a values. I have a list of values for what who Tyler Cerny is and my you know my mission statement and my value. And this has evolved over time. But at this stage of my life, you know, I just got married, and you know, I'm really getting clear on what's the most important to me is what I'm committed to is making entrepreneurship easy, simplifying for people, simplifying sales processes, uh, streamlining them and scaling them. And one of the things that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with is sales when they start off. There's so much distraction with, you know, should I be posting on social media? How many times should I post on social media? Should I be on you know, Instagram? Should I be on TikTok? Should I be doing a podcast? Uh, what, should I be selling? Should I be you know creating my mission statement, my value? Like what am I? What should I be doing? And you know now it's we're in a place of like so much information. So I'm really committed to simplifying the journey for an entrepreneur. And some of the values that support that is you know I would say the top three are commitment to excellence, courage, and passion. I have to be passionate about what I do. So for for my my internal creed is. Do I align with it? Because time is the most valuable asset that we all have. We can always make more money, but we can't get time back, right? So it's like passion. I have to be in alignment. I have to get excited to promote this. And is this a worthy cause? Like, how are you impacting and changing lives? So as it's creating a sales process, what's going to happen as a byproduct if I help bring this offer to market and at scale? Is it going to help or is it going to decline it? Um, Another thing is commitment to excellence. Everything that you do, when you look around your life, everything is what you what you tolerate becomes your standard and becomes your reality. Because if you look in your bank account and you say, hey, you know, I have $10,000, I have $50,000, $100,000, whatever, a million. It's when is it like it, when you hit a certain number, we all have certain thresholds. Everyone's number is different. We hit a certain threshold and say, hey, you know what? I'm satisfied with that. And that could be, and it just depends with the individual. But if I say, hey, you know what? This isn't like, like at all costs, I do not tolerate this. This is not to my standard. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to this level. So commitment to excellence is understanding where my standards are and having high standards in everything that I do, how I look, how I show up every single day, how I show up as a husband, how I show up as a, a, a client, as I show up as a, as a coach. I'm always committing to excellence and excellence is it's a it's a general term but you know very easy it's like if i just do an inventory of the current situation can i get better can i improve any areas of this situation and if i am how can i make it excellent and when you leave it open to that then your mind is, goes into solution finding it's like okay i can become more excellent through this and it's also expanding your comfort zone as well and that's where the third thing is courage is courage is something that i've always been great at and i've been blessed at it's one of my superpowers of feeling the fear and doing it anyways. You know, if you guys have read that book, amazing book, feel the fear and do it anyways. That's what courage is. Courage isn't, uh, you know, it's it's not like you don't feel fear. It's not like you don't want to take it. Like, it's not like when there's no risk available. It's when 
you feel the fear, but you know deep down in your gut that this is something that you're called to do in your intuition, that this is aligned with my passion. I know this is the right step for me, but I haven't done this before. So I'm kind of scared to move forward with it. So courage, having the courage to move forward when you don't know the end outcome, right? You're uncertain of the results. Um, and so bringing those three things in, those are the three, the values that I really live by is passion, truly being an authentic, be authentic and genuine in alignment with what I love to do. Also uh, have commitment to excellence, making sure that I, my standards in all areas of my life are at a level that, you know, that I'm always looking at how can I commit to an excellent procedure? Now, if you go to a restaurant or anywhere, it's like, you know what, the way that they treated you right when you walk in, that was excellent, right? I want it to be memorable. And then the last thing is courage of you know, going after going after what you really want, because the when you go after something that you really want, people around you, they will not understand. And it's usually the people that are closest to you, your friends and family that will doubt you. Um, and for me personally, I got married within 48 hours. And so anyone that listens to that, some people may be like, dude, that's awesome. Or someone be like, dude, that dude's crazy, right? So depending on how that is, you per- you create a perception on it. And that's similar to kind of like what I was talking about with the standard, but that took a lot of courage to go against what everyone else would say. Every- you know, the-, the mainstream would say, hey man, get engaged for a long time, you know, make sure you have a great wedding and, and all these things. And, you know, make sure you know her for X amount of time before you just jump into that. Don't, you know, love at first sight doesn't exist this type thing. And so it takes a lot of courage to go against the norm. But if you look at all the greats, Muhammad Gandhi, Dr. Martin Luther King, John F. Kennedy, Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos, whatever, they've all had a, a turning, they've all had a, a, a vision for themselves. And if it wasn't crazy, it would have already became the norm. And then they wouldn't have received that much reward in their life in terms of praise and financial gain, all that stuff is no, they took the risk they took they had the courage to step up and say you know what this could fail and but you know what i'm passionate and if i were to die tomorrow i'm going to die happy because i know i gave everything i had to my vision and even if it's scary and so having the courage to really follow through those are the things i'm committing to and you know to bring it together it's like you know to simplify the entrepreneurship through the sales process by streamlining it simplifying it and scaling it that's that's what i would say to that man that was uh, a true gift and a great way to end this episode. So for all you listeners out there that heard this, I hope you guys really take this to heart of everything that he, uh, Tyler mentioned and really implement the strategies and what he's talking about. And if you got any questions at all, reach out to Tyler on on LinkedIn. We'll drop his information down in our uh, podcast description. So reach out to us. But for all of you listeners out there, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Tyler, for coming and blessing us with your presence and, and sharing the gift of who you are and walking us through your journey of what you've done. And uh, definitely learned a lot from me personally. So for all you listeners out there, thank you again. And until next time, simplify. Thank you for listening to the Daily Creed Podcast Show with J.R. Spear. If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with J.R. online, check him out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at Fit Pro Funnels. And you can also find them on Instagram at jr.spear.